0: Welcome everyone to the sixth ever episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast, a podcast where I force my friends to play the video games that I love, and then force them to have a discussion with me about the games that I love. On today's episode, it's a normal day. Who is it? We get back to on track with Armored Core Six. Who do we? Preston finishes Armored Core Six, or does he? Along with asking random questions, we continue our normal drinking, dive into an awesome question of the day, learn more about ourselves through the power of friendship. Get into some cool news stories like the Game Awards. That's pretty much the only story we're talking about today. Spoiler! And then eventually finish up Armor Corps 6. Or do we? All this and more with your probably favorite fun culture game.
1: different. She
0: has two vastly different socks on. Two different socks.
1: I can't really tell right now, but one goes up to her knee, one's an ankle sock.
0: I hit record, by the way. Welcome back, everybody, to the sixth episode of the Uncultured Gaming Podcast. But most importantly, it's the star of season two. It's amazing. I know, Preston. I can't believe we got renewed. That you know, it's amazing what happens when you're not once again sponsored. Which is insane that we haven't been sponsored yet. No, probably because we only have five episodes and 19 average listeners per episode. Took like a two month break. Yeah, yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, we were we we were finding ourselves pressing uh-huh. back, pra, backpacks across Europe and everything. To <laughs> okay. so really figuring himself out after college, went to find myself. Um, I tried taking care of a human being. Um, successful as it is, still alive at this point. Congratulations to me. But anywho, it has been a pretty hectic time but we're here are you overwhelmed by the sheer amount of video games yeah we got a little backlog going but right. you know you should be you should be overwhelmed it's terri- terrifying at times being an adult is very tragic but like always i'm your uncultured host unironic daddy of the podcast and future hardcore souls player Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Wilson Lester. And like always, I'm still joined by the fan favorite, the hostess with the most holes, the banjo to Mike Azui, and the ultimate guitar hero, Preston Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's a solid intro. Yeah. Like That's like it. <laughs> <laughs> good. I like all the I like all those. What do you think I was working on that the whole month that we were off? I right? know you I know had a lot of time to think one. about that one. <laughs> the banjo. I'm not like, that one for a while. <laughs> I'll probably just keep that in for us <laughs> for the future. <laughs> But how are we doing today? How are we doing?
1: Doing great, man. How are you doing?
0: Doing good, doing good, you know. Father life is going well and mm-hmm. everything. We got once again we got a live audience, got a mixture of uh, different ages for our audience. We have yeah. we have one who is um barely barely born. We have one, another one's um multiple years of born. We have we have our <laughs> wives. Wives as well. <laughs> so we'll try to keep it PG studio audience. We'll try to keep it yeah, PG, PG as pop as possible. Um, no guarantees, because you know, this is a drinking podcast and things happen. I have, be- I have my sign that says laugh to raise. <laughs> to raise. Well, well my, my boy can't read, so what are you going to do? I think. If you tickle oh, him, you tickle oh, him oh, okay. yeah. he doesn't laugh, but he smiles. And makes, it makes my day. Let me tell you what. But
1: He's changed a lot since I've been here last yeah. he, He's He's gotten bigger and he's more alert.
0: He does his own taxes. Drives a car. <laughs> I I, just, I don't understand. Like baby, new babies these days just had like the good genes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I guess we can kind of like touch base on what we're what we've been up to. He did my taxes, and I got a million dollars back. <laughs> it's was great. You, you might get audited by the IRS. <laughs> What have you been up to since uh, last time we recorded? Well, since last time we recorded,
1: it seems like if we, if somebody in my family wasn't sick, then mm-hmm. and then we were traveling. So like whenever we were sick, I didn't want to come up here and then get you know get you guys sick mm-hmm. with
0: Wyatt. And then whenever we were, we were out traveling. Yeah. That's weird that you fled the country at the same time you did your taxes. So it kind of seems like you're avoiding tax. Good timing! Fraud. Wow! <laughs> wow! We got them, boys! Come on! Come on, Biden! Come on, knock on my door. We got him. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, I've been doing dad stuff and everything, adjusting because I think last time you were here, I was still on paternity leave at that point. And then yes, yeah, so you returned back to work. I returned back to work, and I have you know, in the first few months of life, you have no downtime <laughs> to do anything. So, video games were kind of like last on the priority list. Whenever we would put him down to go to sleep, it'd be late at night, and i already tired. I'd play for like thirty minutes. I'm like, oh. Well, wow, um, we're p- done here. Thankfully, it wasn't overcore 6. It was just Liza P at that point. Mm-hmm. So, But, you know, you can't play... Pre- it th- pretty chill game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's how I want to end my day. I like to relax. Yelling at the TV, wondering why I committed to this game and this podcast in the way I have. Why is there so much decay? <laughs> why did I let <laughs> Preston have all this power? Who knew? Who knew he would do this to me? <laughs> every, every day is a nightmare. Anywho, that was just um, you know the first few months of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of my, Dad life and everything, but you know enough. You know messing around, and everything. I, I you know see how I kept the PG. I always said the other word, the D word, duping around. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> get get y'all you on your feet. Don't know what I'm going to talk about. This stupid shit. No. <laughs> Dallas camp <laughs> Said the D word, yeah. Dallas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's also NFL Sunday for those who you know kind of time stamp us where we're at. Um, we're watching the Dallas Cowboys. Preston is not into it as I am. Um, we're up, we're up big right now. But anywho, I think it's about time we cracked open our beers. Okay. Um, we're, we're doing the scene where we're going to not you know cut and edit. We're just going to release this garbage as is on fire. Um, Oh, okay got it <laughs> you know like the little things that hold the beer. Uh-huh. yeah this is cardboard it's very hard to get i mean yeah good save the turtles good for the turtles bad for me anywho let's go ahead and get up to the mic in Oh, that's good that's good we're back baby we're, we're back. back all right so how do we want to do this i feel it's season two we can change things we up. can do what we want do we want to do a first sip each or do we want to talk about what we're drinking first uh, let's talk about what we're drinking first. Okay, you go first. So I'm drinking Cahaba uh, October
1: Octoberfest beer, and it's from Birmingham, but uh, Birmingham, Alabama. But on the side it says "Prost," which is Dutch for cheers. Mm. So, um, so well, let's see. Let's try. What are you drinking?
0: I am drinking. This is a fun name, everybody. Buckle up, because it makes me it made me giggle in the Publix and everything. I am drinking. From Jekyll Brewing, Cooter Brown. Cooter Brown. Cooter Brown. <laughs> says the top, legend of old Cooter Brown. Whoever he was, he is a legend because of that name. Is an American Brown Ale. I'm trying to see if I can find the ABV. Is, oh, is a 6%. Ooh, that's going to be fun. But notice how I did, I'm not drinking India Pale Ale. I'm not drinking IPA this that's time. A, that's a first. Yeah, I know. Ooh. That's a first for this podcast, absolutely. This is 7.5. Oh, Preston's gonna be drunk like I was last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got a DD. It's I, like... <laughs> God, I got so drunk. Anywho, so let's do it. Let's right, take, take a first sip. Oh, I like that. Mm. Interesting.
1: It's, mine is mine's uh, more stout than I thought it would be. Oh well, yeah, it's seven percent. Seven percent. It smells like a little. I don't know. It smells mm. a little bit more like a champagne. It smells light, but uh. it's not. But it tastes
0: good. Interesting.
1: Like, like, it smells like... I don't know. It's weird. Um, 7.5. 7.5? Okay. I have aver- that's a very average score for me. It's not bad. Mm. Not my favorite.
0: Mine, mine's tough, because, you know, I'm used to, like, doing IPAs. I consider myself an IPA expert at this point. Um, self-proclaimed, you know. I can't, you know, if someone ever asks me, he's like, oh, can you tell me the difference between this IPA and the other? I'm like... Shut up! Anywho, um, I don't know why I said shut up like that. That's in the, cut it, cut that, cut that part, editor. Cut that, cut, cut, cut that, cut I don't cut care. You got it. That was me, the editor. Um, you know, it's okay. It's an it's an okay beer. Um, it's when I taste it, it reminds me. I don't know if it's having a lot of brown ales lately, but it's very like stout. It gives me. It reminds me of like a porter almost. So not nearly as stout as that. It's just. I mean, hmm. I had to give it a second taste. I'll give it like a. This is, I think this is a solid score. I'll give it a six point eight, and I, I was about slightly below average. Free. I was seeing, yeah, yeah. I was seeing. I was about to give six point five. I was like, no, that's not fair. And I was like, maybe a seven. was like, no, it's a middle of the road. I feel like it's a good. Um, if you're into brown ales, I feel like it's a good one. But if you like the name Cooter Brown, ten out of name <laughs> is ten out of ten. But also, like like I've mentioned, now we have taken our time. You know, off from the podcast and everything, with getting prepared for season two, um, Preston Flood the country and everything. I've been drinking a lot of beers and everything and thinking like, oh, we'll record this week. Nope, wrong, wrong. So I've accumulated a bunch of different beers mm-hmm. that I've already tried, but I wanted to bring on to this podcast so that we, we can have like a, you know, official review of it so I can put it on Twitter lately. Because I had an idea for Twitter, or X, excuse me, um for every episode, we say we reviewed this beer, here's our score. It'd be fun. Maybe the... Maybe the breweries will hate it. It's Like, I don't think that's fair for you to judge us like that. It's like, sir, I am a—I have 24 followers, all which are cam girls on Twitter. <laughs> so, please, I am a five-star podcast. Please kiss my ass. Um, but yeah, so with that, we can do it. it was just our second beer. We're having two beer podcast on this one, two different types. Um, I don't think we need to do a you no, know, bust it open on the the microphone again, unless we wanted to. Do you want to just uh, whenever? second beer comes around we or do you want to go ahead and let's repeat? go ahead and do it now because this this is tipsy trap I don't want to bring tipsy trap back up to anything and why why it wants to hear it oh no, no, oh no. it's okay it's okay he's just not he's, he's not happy about us breaking away from tradition so we're gonna try um our second beer uh, I gave Preston one because mm-hmm. he, he uh, I blindsided him so I guess we'll do a, um, a second pop top in three two one just as good the second nice. time. I got some on your computer. Heck yeah, Wait. it's gonna, it's gonna short-circuit. <laughs> oh, someone's fussy. All right, and so with that, Preston, what do you got over there? Uh, you
1: gave me Bell's uh, Oberon Eclipse Citrus Wheat. And where, where's this one from? I, can... I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't know. You're sp- I, got, I don't <laughs> got a towel. <laughs> good thing there's a towel. 6.3%. Where are you from? Where are you from?
0: Cotton Eye Joe.
1: God, Nigel.
0: Where are you uh,
1: going? Comstock. MI.
0: Missouri. Missouri. There we go. We got there eventually. Or is that Michigan? That's Michigan. Michigan.
1: Is MI Im- Michigan or Missouri?
0: Do it? Michigan, MI? Michigan's, Michigan's MI, isn't it? Missouri's yeah. MO. Yeah, it's Michigan. It's Michigan. That makes nice. sense. We, um... we passed fifth grade. <laughs> Well, it makes sense, my, one of my friends on my kickball team, he saw that I was drinking that. He said, oh, I worked on the um, their deck and everything, and he's from Michigan, so that makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am drinking from Trim Tab Brewing Aloha Now. Um, it is a sour ale with hibiscus and pineapple. It's a sour beer, 7.5%. 7 pi- 7. Um, I always for some reason I always thought Trim Tab was from Birmingham, but I believe it is from somewhere else, if I could find it. Using my brilliant deduction skill, <laughs> Lakeland, Florida. It's a Florida beer. But um, with that, let's get to reviewing. Let's try it. First sip. Ugh. You hear that? You hear that? Trim tap. Ugh. I don't like this. I don't. I'm going. I'm going first. Okay. I like sour beers. I like this. To me, I don't really get a lot of pineapple. I don't know what a hibiscus is by itself. I'm pretty sure that's a freaking flower. I don't eat flowers, nor do I drink flowers. Um uh, this is gonna be an all time low. He Not the band. Dear Not Maria the band. Can, Dear Maria, don't count this beer in four point nine. I mean, we just, we four four point nine. Really um I'll give it another set see it will redeem itself. You play? Nope. Nope. No, no. To quote the little sisters from Bioshock. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. It is just a um yeah. No, it's not it's not my beer. I like sours. That's just not it's it's one of those big tall boys like I am probably just going to dump this. I'm not a big fan. Sorry Trim Tab, your other beers are good.
1: I can't decide on this one.
0: Oh, mystery. Like the upfront, <clears throat> what you get on the front of the tongue? Yeah. Like
1: it's like very citrusy, but mm-hmm. then as it kind of settles you get more wheat, yeah. which I like the wheat. Yeah. Don't like the citrus. Mmm... You know, one of the best beers are free beers, so I'm not going to turn it down. Mm. So, you know, I'll, I'll give it a seven. Oh,
0: that's a good Ten. one. Is it because it was free? It factored into the yeah, score. That may have okay. Gone take up. take that out. If it's, I had to pay for this at a bar, yeah. 6-2. Six, two. Six, two. Six, two. We got four point nine six two. All right. So, yeah, that's the first time being very critical of beers. We are we are well, journalists. We are journalists in this case, and we must give the public what they deserve, which is honest reviews from our beers. Uh, if you like to sponsor us, we will definitely give you a biased review based on. The how much money you give us? If you want to sponsor us and drink your beers, mm. absolutely, I will give you lies and lies and lies, lies uh, and pee. Not this episode, maybe next episode, maybe next. Time. Anywho, we've been We're, we're getting we're getting loosey goosey now. Let's go ahead and get into some feedback loop. I'll sing more of a futuristic sci fi noise. Can you do that?
1: Yep.
0: So cartoony, yeah. I like it. We'll go with that. <laughs> 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 Okay, so. Um, Preston, have you got any feedback from us from our last episode? No, I have not. Mm. I have not gotten any feedback. Have you? I, I, I have feedback for myself. So, in the last last episode with Armor Core 6, we um, I introduced a segment, Whiskey Business. Mm hmm. It low key might be the last time I introduced that segment. You got a little fired up? I got very fired up, and it's not easy taking care of a little baby boy when you were. Um, Little, 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 thank you, thank you, audience members. Where was I? Uh, whiskey business, whiskey business, yeah. Um, taking care of a baby after drinking whiskey and oh, and you no, know, our friend Alec, friend of the podcast, <coughs> finished that, yep. finished that. That got me feeling very good on top of drinking multiple. I was just feeling myself, and I don't yeah. drink that much anymore outside of this podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, so I was just like, ah, that was this was not a great idea. No, I didn't get it. <laughs> so <laughs> Granted, I needed to drink after playing Armored Core Six and everything, right. but you know, it's just kind of, yeah, yeah. We kind of we needed to do that. Anywho, what is on my notes? You Got there's a little no bit noise. of beer
1: there, that spider. That's the feedback right
0: there from Preston to be a little bit more clean. Just glad there's a towel here. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, that's all the feedback I had for myself. I didn't really get much feedback this time, so I guess it was like probably the perfect episode. Probably the best thing. episode, we've yeah. Been it's got the least amount of listeners but it's fine it's fine you know i've already sued plenty of people during uh the off break of season one going to season two and everything um but yeah enough of that not a lot of feedback it's fine that's fine let's go to our question of the day let's do it woo let's get to our question of the day let's hear it our audience member is not happy about question of the day
1: i think i stand behind my ratings
0: there you go what is better guitar hero or rock band Oof. um i was
1: always a guitar hero guy uh is how i grew up mm. i never owned rock band but then whenever we would go over to somebody else's house i would always uh rock the drums mm-hmm. but i have a lot more memories with uh guitar hero which what's guitar hero is your favorite um two or, two or three
0: uh probably three that's what i feel like that's a, it's a big fan favorite is three Mm-hmm. I, if I looking back I feel like 3 was better just because it had like the actual voices like with well, the first year I didn't know if you knew that they couldn't copyright or they didn't own any of the songs so they had those was all covers because I, I realized that when I went to go download the songs on iTunes back when iTunes was still a thing before the glory days of streaming music and everything um, and I was like oh this this sounds completely different I like the rock band version, uh, guitar hero version more um, but yeah so it sounds like you're a guitar hero. No, absolutely not. I am rock band. Really? Dude, rock band is my jam. Let me tell you why. When rock band press came out, I was, uh, fr- we were freshmen in high school, and I was like, I gotta have this. I remember my dad got a job, like it got promoted, and everything. He's like, Okay, cool, we can afford this now. <laughs> afford not understanding this. how money worked at the time, and so we get there and we buy rock band. He's like, Why are we buying? This? It's over a hundred dollars. Like, yeah, you have a new job though. So what's, you can what's this? It. This is like, why are you complaining? You have money now. Um and I just remember playing the crap out of that. Um draw a big drummer, big drum guy, really love doing that, and then customizing your character in rock band. You can't really do that in guitar hero, so I don't know, we got a little flexibility there. Mm-hmm. I think rock band, the first rock band you can do online, play. Thank you. Computer. Now you're muted. Stop. Again, think of me, yeah, it's like it. <laughs> But I just remember like I just remember having a lot of fun. My friends would come over after school, we would go to my friends house and we just play it all the time mm-hmm. then rock band 2 came out didn't really play a lot of rock band 2 yes. until college now this is where rock band just kind of like takes the cake for me back in my old home 1103 best summer states uh oh, yeah. i don't know if i can yeah i think that's fine you think out fine. of there now. yeah but it is a um man we me and my roommates would just play it a lot our music guy jose joey o man we would play that i think his name's joey o anywho I'll, I'll double check that. Anyway, thank you, thank you, Jose, for your help and making, helping contribute to this podcast. But um, me and him would just play it a lot. And it got to the point where we we're like, oh, we can download songs. So we got pen and paper, went through the entire song list, and we're like, I like this. Let's download this one. Let's download. Let's download this. And it was like, and he like, uh, he's like, I'll contribute money. It's like, okay, cool, cool. We're good. We're good. And we just played it a lot. We just played. It. I remember, um, especially when I. Before my now job I worked as a like mental health technician and everything and let me tell you what, did not cope with that job too well. Uh, I, I worked weekends so I did like 12 hour shifts so every Sunday I'd just be completely drained. I'd go pick up a six pack of Blue Moon, sit my butt down, play some rock band until I you know, passed out going to sleep. Not healthy, I recognize that. <laughs> But it was just uh, it was so fun. I got very good at rock band drums in uh, college. Nice. But um, so yeah, rock band absolutely for me. I
1: can see that you have more memories playing as a uh, as a group. No, and I can totally understand that yeah. cause this like you got the vocals, the guitar. Was there two guitars?
0: Yeah, no, you, you, know, you could do a guitar and a bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A guitar and bass, and then somebody on drums. Yeah, Man, one of my favorite memories was when we. You know when you could download music and everything. We downloaded um, Yellow Cards, um, Ocean Avenue. Ocean Avenue. And I, it was me and my old roommate Matt. And I, I was I looked at him. I was like, I was on drums and he was on guitar. I was like, I looked at him. He's very good at guitar. Like he did through the Fire and Flames on his own and everything. Nerd. I can't do that. Jeez. I can't. My my pants don't work like that, Deborah. I can't be doing that kind of stuff. But it was what was it? So I, I looked at him. I like, Don't you mess this up for me? And let me tell you, we just. Went hard, got five gold stars. I was like, "We'll never be able to do this again." And then I broke. Hung yeah. up <laughs> the hat. We
1: were done after that.
0: Also, another another funny story about Rock Band was I played the drums so much I ended up breaking the controller. I went to go hit the cymbal, the the green circle one. Just went straight through. I'm like, "That's where'd weird." <laughs> so where'd it go? And so, being a poor college student, now I was oh. instead of buying a new controller. I got like the, like a shoelace and looped it around, so it still worked. It just, I think at that point I was like, I was about, that's when I was about to move to Auburn and everything for grad school, and so I was like, oh, that's fine, we'll just break all the controllers, end up breaking the drum set, and I like s- smashed the guitar and everything. Um, dumb choice, dumb decision. <laughs> I love Robin Wilson. Man. Smash. I love Robin. Smash. <laughs> But, yeah, no, so that was, a good, that was a good question of the day. But, you know, I, did, I think we have some time for it. Did I start my timer for this? I did start my timer. Nice. <laughs> um, you know, we, uh, during the off-season, me and Preston were kind of talking about what was another thing that we could do to kind of, like, fuel question of the day or kind of, like, spice things up. So we kind of talked about, like, well oh, what if we did, like, lists and everything. <laughs>
1: Will uh, raises up his lingerie. <laughs> I sit up. Yeah,
0: this is an explicit podcast. It is now X-rated. <laughs> but um, you know, it came up to like another question where it's more like list-based instead of having like recount like memories of gaming and everything. So Pre- Preston doesn't know what this question is. They no, I don't. don't. Okay, I don't know where you're going with it. So. If you were alone on a space station, an alien has a laser pointed at your head demanding you tell it what are the five best games the human race has ever created or I'll kill you and blow up the earth, what are you going to say? Does he actually
1: know the answer? Can I just spit off like Pong, Tetris, and he just believes Oh, me? no, it's
0: kind of like he wants to, he's judging your video game taste. He's judging? Oh, okay.
1: Um, oh, God, I'm scared.
0: I'm scared. The fate of humanity is on, like, is on your shoulders at this point. Um... So like top five.
1: I mean, I gotta go. Um, are we gonna go five, four, three, two, one? Yeah, we'll do that. So five. Uh, ooh. I take forever to make decisions. Oh, I yeah. was I
0: wasn't ready for this. You, do you want me to go first then? <laughs> yeah, go first. Okay, so this will be. I think I can probably rattle off a good bit of them. So number one video game all time for me, it's definitely The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. As as like. Go to if I was going to tell people about. So like me. this is your top five, but like yeah, I, like I,
1: critically acclaimed top
0: five. Yeah, cri- my top five. Yeah, so like, you, try, you're trying to demonstrate you have good taste in video games mm. to the alien, so they don't blow up their, their, their thing. and um, Probably number two, I give it to Kingdom Hearts one as a solid first game for me. Uh, or that was the first game I became like uber obsessed with. i remember getting the Game Shark and playing it all the way through and just kind of doing different things like playing. i remember, on a proud mode. And then with only the base, Keyblade and everything, and then eventually get into the, you know, alternate bosses, other bosses, mm-hmm. sub bosses, supplemental bosses. What's that? What's that called? What, what is the extra bosses? What's what that term called? Is there a term for that? Optional bosses. Optional bosses. Thank you. That's why I keep you around, Deborah. Right. <laughs> um, now I probably go with Jack Two on the PS Two for sure. Okay. Um, there's probably a Legend of Zelda game mixed in there somehow. I was gonna say Ocarina in Time. Uh, that's a good. That's a good one. But I don't know if it's my. I remember playing it a lot. But I think number three is gonna to have to go to God of War Ragnarok. I want to give it to a PS5 game. Um, I the story being very good. It's kind of like when you know you think of cinematic experiences. That's a great one to tell people. Then fourth one goes to Uncharted Four number four, number four, and this makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's also yeah. like, that's like, well, that's where I feel like Night Dog's really hitting its stride going to the new PS4 area. That's really like establishing itself as that, you know, PlayStation exclusive, PlayStation studios, like this is the goodies. And then what's, what would be my fifth one? It's gotta be a fun one. It's gotta be like a, you know, recounting all the good times that you had playing video games growing up. You know all that kind of jazz. Where games were just games. i would probably give it to Super Mario sixty four. That's I, a very well rounded list. Yeah, it's I, I try to hit all different eras. feel like this is like think of all the different eras. So this would be my oh god! I, I forgot about Halo three. Forget you Super Mario sixty four. <laughs> Halo three rounding out my list.
1: <clears throat> all right. So now that now that I know we're kind of doing more of our personal top five. Uh, I'm a bit one-dimensional nowadays. I'm, I've kind of, I have a certain type type of uh, video game that I like. Yeah, yeah. I, That's pretty. It's. I don't know if you. It's kind of niche. I don't really talk. You're about it. You're making me mad. Continue. I, <laughs> I don't talk about it. A lot. I'm going to smash your face right now. <laughs> so I'll, I'll
0: do
1: a. Um, uh, I'll do starting from the bottom. Um, now we're here. So uh, number five is Kingdom Hearts two. For me. Got to one up me, don't you? Huh. I know. So, I like a Kingdom Hearts two kind of defined my childhood. Um, that That's was fair. my favorite uh, PlayStation Two game, and I played it so many times. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember getting the uh, strategy guide for it, and I remember that was like the first game. Like I leveled up my character all the way to the max. Oh yeah, the different um, the different forms you got to kill. Heartless with the valor. No valor was correct. How no? You ha- how many times you hit? Mm-hmm. So my like, every time you hit, you got an experience point. Yeah. Uh, no matter what it was, and for wisdom it was heartless. You had to, every time you killed a heartless, you <laughs> got one experience. And point.
0: then master form was based on the experience, like the lo- no, you know, it was dry, drive drive, or- drive, drive form. That's drive what I was thinking, orbs. Yeah.
1: And then um, uh, final was nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. So like I had all my routes that I would do for that. I'm, oh, I remember grinding. Yeah. I remember. I don't mind grinding. If I, if I, I never really mind.
0: I think back in the day, I, I was totally down with gra- grinding. Up on the floor, I wanna love. The you. junior high, and that's no, me and me in college, man. I'll tell you what. So, I guess I'll, I'll be a little bit more uh, dynamic. Number
1: four is Factorio. That's okay. a that's a game that I know you don't really have much I, interest in
0: it. Yeah, I, 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 I think I don't understand. It. I understand that it's it's a good game, but I just don't understand what it is. And you do not have to give me a, like a full detailed ex- explanation. But well, that's supplementary. Yeah, it's
1: it's um, it's called uh, call it Cractorio because it's like <laughs> it's like once you're in it, it's just an a pure ADHD fix- fixation. Yeah. it's just like one pure hyper fixation. It's mm-hmm. just like whenever I play it, like when I get on a good bender of it, I yeah. guess like I'll just play it for like like three hours and like it just it feels like I barely did anything. I oh look god. up, it's like oh my god, my kid's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> she, she's very much alive. <laughs> <laughs> she's alive. Uh, number three. I'm gonna give to Liza P.
0: Ooh! Ooh! Spoiler! Everybody, don't get you. Do not get. I'm not giving my. Rating.
1: But that, I mean that probably shows you how much I, how highly I think of it. Mm-hmm. So it, that's uh, ticks a lot of my boxes. number two, Bloodborne. Yeah. They're in the similar vein.
0: I think that's. Yeah. I probably want to play that
1: next at some yeah. point. Bloodborne yeah. is uh, one of my favorites. I'm curious what your number one's going to be. Number one is Dark Souls three. Huh. It is what got me into the genre, and I have played that. I've done countless playthroughs of that game, Man. and I love it. And it's what got me into this whole genre that defines my 20s and 30s. I think it's... <laughs> this is what
0: defines your 20s and 30s? Not being a father. <laughs> video, my video game. <laughs> okay, there you go. Context is very important. Context. I, I, you know, all to you to like wanting to do multiplayer playthroughs. I have a hard time doing that. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, I played Lightspeed. I've beaten it at this point. And you told me, like, I know the new game plus is very fun but I feel like at this point I'm like too antsy it's like I need to get to this point to get that because like at the very beginning like spoiler you're, like, you're trying to get the cool very upgrade weapons and I have two from my previous playthrough and it's like I, I can't wait to see what weapons these are going to be and then it's just like oh oh I have to get this This is a while this is when you have to get to the Archbishop and everything and then I was like it's going to take too long don't spoil anything for me because you've played it like 20,000 times at this point but um now I, eventually I'll probably get back into it I just have a hard time like replaying games at this point in my life maybe because like there's so many and i'm like all right on to the next one because like i like i like the surprises and stories now
1: for for me it's kind of like um whenever i start like a game or something like that it's kind of like a like a commitment or kind of like you have like a relationship with yeah game like and so i like to play through a game knowing what to expect so like i know where
0: Now I will say the one game that I will play on repeat is The Last of Us. Right, it's controlled fear. Like I know, like when you get to Pittsburgh, I know it's about to be scary. Right, so I have to put on my big boy pants. After that, I know, I know my routes. I know what I need to do. Check all the drawers and everything. Um, unless it's on the very hard mode, then I can't do that because you mm-hmm. can't listen mode. And I don't like not knowing what's out there. Yep. Yeah. Well, This took a turn. I know. I and- like it.
1: I mean, we'll, we'll see if we get some feedback. People will like can't that. I kept my mouth shut during the Liza, when you were talking about Liza P. That's good. That you sense,
0: should. Though. You should. You nerd. Shut your keep mouth. Your, keep your mouth. Don't, when you're talking to me like that. But anywho, you know, we, we we talked a lot about our personal stuff. Let's talk more about what's going on in the news with our ne- new segment. Not new segment. Our next segment, the gossiping Hour. Uh, once again, this is not two hot takes with WAP. What will the children <laughs> think if they think we have some well, Will and Preston? <laughs> Uh, but, anywho, what you want to talk about news industry, Preston?
1: Well, the most relevant thing right now is the Video Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they... that, that was the only
0: thing I really had to bring to the table. And, uh, spoiler, that's what I had to bring to the table as well. <laughs> so, uh, we're not very prepared. No, we are prepared. We're just lazy. Thank anyway. so what, what do you want to talk <laughs> about?
1: So, uh, what... So, we have the... Uh, do you want to... So, we so went, let's
0: just talk about the game of the year. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably the, the biggest thing. Like um, what the six games that came out, or the six games that were nominated for it. Do you agree with the list? Do you think there were some omissions? I think, or do you think some got too much? So I'll first say what the list is and everything It's Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Now, one, two, three. For those, I expected that to be on the list. Um, if you're going to burp, press, them, please bark into the mic, you know what kind of podcast you <laughs> are. That's that. I can't believe I have to say that have out so loud. Edi- have so much but, um, I think one to two were kind of surprises for me. The biggest one, kind of like considering what other games came out, which I mean, you consider like the Metacritic scores and everything, it makes sense. Like the list makes sense because these are all ninety like ninety rated games and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think Resident Evil 4 probably took me by surprise for...
1: I was not expecting, like, a... Well, it came out on the GameCube. A re, yeah, an old game. Like, like old game. And yeah. it's a remaster, but it's, like... That one, I was like, oh, it, okay. I mean, it's I'm sure it was well-received,
0: but... I, I totally get the, under, like, the... Um, it's a remake and everything. It's a completely different game, technically, even though it's the ba- same basis. It's just upgraded, like, next-gen and everything. And I know it's good. I know it's good. But I just don't know if it deserves. <laughs> well, yeah, it deserves. It's a great game built from the ground up and everything. But we already know what to expect of it, so it's like all these other games. It's like, oh, these are brand new. Yeah. Like, granted, like the other thing is all these games are sequels. If you look at the list, they're all like sequels. Sound of the cool. You're right. Like the. Um, I, I well, yeah. Wonder. Yeah. I, I picked it up on Twitter. I think it was. Uh, I, can't, I don't want to. I think it was Barrett Courtney from Kind of Funny had mentioned like there are no no original games. I, nothing wrong with the list. There's no like original games. Like the other original games are listed later on in the other categories. Um, looking at the best RPG, which we we'll get into that category, and like the, how I guess some of the categories are a little bit controversial in name, mm-hmm. um, just based on what I've heard from everybody. But like, all the new games are there, and none of them are in Game of the Year. But you know what game I was happy that got snubbed. Starfield, Starfield, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> loser game. <laughs> suck at Xbox, you suck. <laughs> so, how many of the Game of the Year games have you played? Um, oh, shoot, I played two, but I plan to play two more. I like Super Mario Brothers Wander, want to play that? Um, my wife's interested in it, so I'm like it's multiplayer. I played oh, it a little cool. bit in T- Target, and I was like oh, this is fun, this is good. And Alan Wake two. Um. Yeah, I didn't know much about Alan Wake Two
1: until he texted me. It's like, hey, I heard Alan Wake Two is actually pretty good. Yeah, and it seems different. it's
0: nominated for so many.
1: It's, it's crazy. Like I like after I saw like how well received it was, I looked mm-hmm. up. It's like okay, it's pretty innovative with like you have the yeah. I don't want to butcher what it's actually about, but like you know some of the gameplay aspects are
0: unique. Yeah,
1: and people really like it.
0: And um, <laughs> yeah, cause like, you in that game you take like two different perspectives, like you're. I think I can't remember what her name is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it. you have the... like the, a detective. person. Detective, yeah. And then you have Alan Wake and everything, and he's like more supernatural, or hers is more like, you know. I think true detective when I see her yeah. her her gameplay and everything. Um, but you know, it lo- it looks it looks really good. But you, have you ever played? Did you ever play Control? I played about an hour of it, mm-hmm. and then it was good. But yeah. there's
1: only so much telekinesis I could. <laughs> it's like, all right, Yeah, I get yeah,
0: it. it's made by the same people who did. Um, control and everything so it made me kind of like oh maybe I want to go back into it one day and kind of play it but um i don't know where i was going with that but i mean what what, what would you consider to be your to, based off this list what do you expect to be a game of the year based off that list yeah, based off that list
1: um i've just heard so many people Stuff. rave about balder Baldur's gate 3 yeah i can't confirm or deny mm. um it doesn't really look like a like I don't know. It seems like an intimidating kind of kind of game. I'm interested in playing it. Mm-hmm. You're not, I know, but like I'll if, get there one day. Yeah. Like if I was given a free copy right now, I'd play it. Mm-hmm. But like if um, I don't really want to go out and pay full price for it right yeah. now because I don't know if I'd be into it because uh, it's like isometric, which Factorio is isometric, but it's completely different and uh, turn based, which I
0: usually don't really like turn based. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like if you're into Dungeons and Dragons, I've heard that's like that's a good a good yeah. one to get into yeah. yeah. And just uh I have a
1: I uh I guess decision anxiety where if <laughs> I make a and so apparently there's so many decisions that I want to like backtrack yeah. and see all the options yeah, about now, I, what my
0: decision could have and then I'll go in one direction. Yep. Yep, good band. Um I well, didn't laugh at my joke, whatever. It's as one direction oh, My Jesus. humor is wasted on you. Jeez. But um I think my based on this I, I agree. I think Baldur's gate three most likely We'll take Game of the Year, but I think it'll be close between that and Tears of the Kingdom. So I won't be surprised if it goes one way or the other. I think,
1: I think Breath of the Wild was kind of like lightning in a bottle, and I think you know it's it's
0: sequel to Breath of the Wild, and I don't think I mean it was very well received, and it definitely improved upon Breath of the Wild, and like there were so many new aspects to it, and I logged eighty hours into that game. I was like very much into it like I don't know how many I got and is, uh, is you can find it out on the like, console and everything it tells you how many hours I love that I love that stat from Nintendo mm-hmm. and like Playstation does it as well but um, I would want Tears of the Kingdom to win just because I've played it but I would totally understand Baldur's Gate 3 winning absolutely Yeah. Yep.
1: and but I've only played uh, Spider-Man 2 and Tears of the Kingdom mm-hmm. and um, I really like Spider-Man 2 I like Spider-Man 2 better than Spider-Man one mm-hmm. Does it deserve game of the year? It's a great game. It's okay. it's kind of a similar argument as Tears of the Kingdom, man. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. It kinda of built off the foundations of the previous
0: game yeah. and it's even better. But I guess you gotta get into that question of do these sequels deserve precedence over any of the new games that came out? Like right. and, Lies of P, Sea of Stars and everything. Right.
1: So Eliza of P is my game of the year. Yeah. But um, Baldur's Gate Three is not is a sequel or is like a it's the third, but I think it's kind of a one. It's kind of a it's, a, it's a
0: series, yeah. That one just took like a lot long. It didn't really take longer to develop. They just kind of like got around to it. I remember someone was explaining it to me. Well, did, do you have to play the other two games to? No, yeah, that's so. what it's like. Yeah. So you could kind of go into this blind. Yeah, and and I think it. that's what a lot of people have done. But um, yeah, and I, I guess we can kind of talk more about like like a little, a little bit of controversy behind the um the categories. One, about what
1: is a role playing game?
0: It yeah, was a role playing game because if you look at those those options for best RPG and everything, it's kind of a what is it? And this is not just for you know this category. There's a lot of other ones like based on the definition. Maybe they've broken these out more. Maybe they should have changed out what these could be because, like looking at the list for best RPG, it's K Three, Final Fantasy sixteen, Liza P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. All very different types of RPGs, with like Baldur's Gate three being like that turn based and everything. see Stars being turn based, very retro style, Final Fantasy kind of everything. But then you have those action RPGs, which is like Final Fantasy sixteen and Lies of P and you got whatever where the heck Starfield is, which is the only not. No, I no, got two nominations, but losers, idiot. But yeah, no. What do you what do you think about the like the different categories and the the game options? How it's
1: wasn't like. Technically, the orig- the origins of role playing games is like roll, like dice, like yeah, rolling a dice. I guess that's
0: fair, yeah. So,
1: but, you know, I heard that argument, but then I also heard that, you know, roll, like you're playing a role.
0: That's so, what, yeah, like if you're, you're making decisions and everything, it's kind of like, oh, where would you want this character to go? Like, this is you. Yeah, so yeah. like the original, or like first, it's like Zelda
1: is mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, Ocarina of Time was the first one I really, like, a, you're playing a role and you're like, you're determining your own. Yeah. Uh, Tail, but so if you're talking about the, like role playing like you rolled i mean that's balleridge skate 3 yeah but of course uh on uh, best rpg there's lies of peace so that's that's mm-hmm. when i got my vote yeah
0: any anything that had lies of p is what what i voted for right and you know kind of like at first I, I i didn't think anything of it i think the one the couple categories that kind of threw me for a loop was like best action game then best action adventure game like What's the difference? They're both. Oh, they, the I didn't realize that. They're like, they're like, well, it's just they're different games for all of them. But it's just like <laughs> best I, action game, best action adventure. <laughs> I was like, what, what's the difference? And then I think one that I heard from the kind of funny games daily podcast was like the controversy behind best independent game. So when you when you think indie game, what do you think?
1: Usually, kind of smaller, more two dimensional games. Right.
0: Yeah, and so. It's based on the definition of what they're considering, like was debut indie game. Yeah, like best independent game, which is like a single pu- uh, developer and publisher, like a smaller one who does it by their own means. So usually with like a smaller team, like you were saying. The the controversy I think is behind Dave the Diver, which developed by Mint Rocket is published by this much larger thing, and so they have a little bit more resources to push it through, even though it is a pixelated game and everything. Well, um, Dredge, Sea of Stars, Viewfinder, Cocoon, those are all very much like indie games or independent games. So kind of like the, the definitions need to be a little bit clearer in what should be the, um, categories and everything. You know, of course, I'm, I'm taking a lot. My, what my viewpoints are come a lot from the other like outlets I've listened to or read into. So it's just kind of, it's an interesting thing. And Jeff Keeley, who hosts the game awards, he mentions like, you know, I don't, I don't do this. I just, I host this and everything. He doesn't decide what games go into what and everything, mm-hmm. so you know, good for him too. Well, you know, they, they'd probably be
1: there'd be somebody that's mad about something no matter what. There's, they There's do.
0: always going to be. There's always like our, the one hater from our podcast. I know. Babe, is there anything else you want most, to talk about?
1: Most oh. anticipated game. I wanted to see uh, Silk Song, uh, which is Hollow Knight Silk Song. The Hollow Knight Silk. So that's the uh, sequel to Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've really been looking forward to. But the thing with that developer is Team Cherry. They have not set, given any updates on it for about a year. yeah, Or more. Like, think, we, they've gone... They were expected to release, like, last year. But then <laughs> they've just gone dead quiet. I mean, take your time. It's if it's, They're good, they're a good development team. Yeah. But it's just, like, you know, a little bit more transparency would be nice.
0: Yeah, it's like, what, what are you going to keep making? It goes back to, like, no... With Naughty Dog and everything, how they're supposed to release that multiplayer game, and then you know we due to layoffs and everything. Like, that that that's been iced for who knows how long and everything. Will we ever see that multiplayer? That um, what what would they call it? What what, what is the Last of Us multiplayer called? Anywho, it's not it's not important. But um, yeah, no, all very all very exciting. Um, good stuff for Game of the Years and all the Game Awards. Very excited to watch that. But you know, Preston, it's I'm tired of the news. I'm tired of this old yesterday's news. I don't care All about yesterday's anymore. yesterday's news.
1: All right. So we took a brief pause, but... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <can't> keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so we took a brief pause, and I found another beer that I got out of Pick 6, and I was sold on the soft pretzel, and I picked it up. That's
0: a, that's a fun design. It's as fun. I'm, I'm I, it's, into it.
1: it. sounded like it was weedy,
0: but then it's actually an Oktoberfest Oh, look at you. German-style Pilsner. Is that? Is it M, M M A R Mars Mars. How do you Margin. pronounce that? Marsin Marsin Pan Marsbread. <laughs> Let's see. That was a good one. Dude, we got three, three in this episode. <capacitor inhale> if we don't win Podcast of the Year, understood. Understood, understood why. <drummer breaking> exactly. Exactly. <REAM Station arrange> there we go. <downstairs> Hopefully, that doesn't pick. This, my friend doesn't pick that up because we're gonna get sued by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <Liverpool inhale> Hey, Murphy, please don't. This is the only thing that suits my child. But, anywho, I think it's I think it's about time we go ahead and finish up our time with Armor Core 6. Let's do it. It's time to get into some Silly Goose Gaming. Honk honk, 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 honk. You're so silly. Goose Island, too. Anywho. But, um, now, this is the 1000% the first time we've ever done a part two, so it's a lot to learn. Like, did Preston beat Armor Core Six? I did not. Oh no! DNF. What happened?
1: I don't know. It just didn't tickle me in the ADD spot than I needed it to. I don't, um, I don't like my
0: games tickling me, so I, don't, I can't. So, like, to that. it was just like
1: I. At first, I really liked it, but then I think, kind of going into overwhelmed by decision on what, you know, you have, you have different. Uh, like decisions you can make in other games. But for some reason, just the, I don't know. Was it
0: overwhelming?
1: A little overwhelming about what you could do. I mean, and I tried to look up the best builds. And it wasn't that it was overly difficult. It's just that every time I was playing it, I just wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. And like, I enjoyed like the part that I got up to, but then, you know, I just kind of like, every time I would try to play it, I wouldn't really like it. I tried to play it again. I just couldn't get, it felt like I was
0: forcing myself to play it. Ah, see, that's like, you don't want to do that. I did feel like that though, because is you want to play it, this game, you you son of a bee. I know, And I was thinking about that; I was like, "Will's going to
1: blame me so bad. <laughs> He's going to be so mad if I don't finish this." But at, at,
0: at that point, when I like when I was playing, I was like, "I had I have to finish this game." So I was just doing, I will pull all the stops, looking up all the YouTube videos because there's some bosses in there that got pretty tough. Mm-hmm. And so I guess we can kind of go either way. Be like we can do a spoiler cast, or we can kind of give vague idea of where the story goes. Um, there are multiple innings systems. this. Time. I I, I want to know because I haven't yeah. played it. So like I
1: like you're telling me. For, so this is the first time. It's like heard I'm have i talking
0: hat. to a three year old about what life is right now. A little bit. Just like I do. This is how I talk to you every day anyway. So it's not really much of a change. Not much has changed. No, not at all. It's still not every day, they're comment about my hat. So you know, come, I'm gonna be petty today. You the D does stand for dickhead, Preston. It stands hey. for Dallas Cowboys. Douchebag. I'm telling on you.
1: I'm going to be thinking about every other thing that D could stand for. It's going to be hard, hard for your three year old w- brain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but so, so let's, let's get into it Denver. Let's um, talk about chapter three. So, what'd you say, Denver? <laughs> <laughs> just gonna say. Preston's going to be sitting there thinking, dog. Dog starts with D. <laughs> What's, up? What's up, David? <laughs> doo doo. That's how Preston's experience with Arikor 6 went. It was doo doo.
1: <laughs> Not that it was a bad game. It, just wasn't. It, was it wasn't bad a game. game it wasn't a game for you
0: it wasn't for me. But anywho, so going in off of chapter chapter two, you get launched into the air to the ice fields and everything from the cargo launcher. So we kind of start off, you're kind of exploring I guess i exploring you're kind of doing a lot of different stuff with Walter Handler and all the other different factions kind of like um, gathering resources I think or kind of like eliminating like all these other enemy I think the Liber- the Rubicon Liberation front I think that's what it was. Uh, I'm balling this everybody. But I think at some point in that first mission back, you get the PCA, not the Pacific Coast Academy, the Planetary Control Association. I believe that's what it's called. I don't remember though. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because we're done playing this game. But essentially, you kind of do like a whole bunch of missions where you're like, okay, now all the different factions. I can't remember what they are, but it's like, like Gun 13, like that faction. Even that's that's Raven's call sign for that one. And then, what was the other faction? I can't remember. It was the one I, I, I truly hate now. But um, essentially, they kind of work together to fight back the PCA, which is like the, the NATO in this situation, and trying to like get them to leave and everything. You get to a point where you kind of like drive them back and whatnot, and they're kind of like, okay, hands up, we're out of here, because Raven's just like <laughs> running a train on them at that mm-hmm. point. Um, but as you do that there comes a point where this thing called the Ice Worm which is like if you okay so with the mechs you know they're like hundreds of thousands of feet tall probably hundreds thousands is probably too high this Ice Worm thing times Massive. times a thousand what the mech is so it's kind of like it's very intimidating in the way it introduces you in that mission you first take on two other mechs along with your buddy I can't remember what his name was he's blue he's, he's Rusty Rusty that's what it is he kind of helps you fight them he's like oh I'm, I'm too hurt. I'll see you later. Like all the other, your allies do in the boss fights and everything. But you take them out, then all of a sudden it's like, what's that rumbling? Then the Alaskan bullworm comes out <laughs> of the ground and you're like, oh my, what do I do here? Ooh. So it was really at that point where all the factions kind of like joined together. It's like, we, okay, we can't do anything. Like, you got all this. It's not here we go. What the crap is it called? I'm going to have to look it up. The red stuff, the coral, coral. The that's coral? what it is. Yeah. And it kind of like, it's all formulating somewhere go. and everyone's trying to get to it. But essentially they said, "Net, yeah, screw it. We're going to build this cool cool gun. You're going to put it on you. And we're going to do a suicide mission. And we're going to like fight the ice worm." Yeah. So you got, for this big old boss battle, it's you and four other people. I think Carla's in there. I think Rusty's in there. Car- no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Carla Spider, whatever her name is. Carla Cinder? I can't remember. I- Carla Cinder, that's what it was. Because there's a whole lore background about who is considered Cinder. It's dumb. <laughs> the way they kind of sprinkle the lore in there, it's like, oh, this is, this is fun. I guess it's kind of like it's it's not enough to like keep me engaged or anything like that. But anywho, you essentially fight the uh, the ice worm, and it's it's a pretty fun boss battle. I remember going into it, I was like, this looks hard. Let me look at the video. And so I looked up how to do it, and it's basically like, oh, okay, this is a good build. Is once again, you have to adjust your build in order to do really well in those boss fights and everything. Um questions about the uh, the Al- 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 Alaskan bull worm. Am I going too fast for you? No.
1: What, was he was he a, was he more difficult than the sea spider?
0: No, I think I one try, I one shot it. Yeah.
1: First trade, first trade, first train.
0: <laughs> that was a, um it was it was a fun one. It was a fun one. Um Sea Spider was definitely a little think, more tougher.
1: I think I did see like you're already kinda of ice field and you see,
0: <laughs> Yeah, and it's like it's it's big, but once you kinda of know like its pattern it's like, okay, it's a very easy one. Um, and once like going into this game it's like I don't I don't care I want someone to tell me how to do this so I can just beat this game and move on with my life and so after destroying the the Alaskan Bullworm you then get to this next one in chapter 4 this is when you kind of like you're going underground the ice where all the corals developing is going deep deep down underground you're like what the, what's kind of crap is going on here and you get a couple boss battles like kind of uncovering like what is the secret and everything only to get Further deep underground, you discover this big city. It's a city underneath the ground, thousands of feet underground. And it's a city... like By that dwarves? Was my, say what? They, they, by dwarves? No, not Moria. Not the mines of Moria. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's like, apparently the people, the original people who were living... Did a Belrog come out? They, they drilled too deep? The equivalent to the Belrog. Oh, yeah, was, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll get into more of that later. But it's kind of like, you stumble upon the city, and it's, it's, the city was developed to protect... Rubicon 6 and everything so there's a huge massive quarrel development going on and so you have what's your what's your imaginary friend's name Jiminy not Jiminy no stop going Liza P into this we'll have to look it up it's um god what's her name it's gonna get you dry oh that big girl yeah there's a lot of sexual tension there you know what I mean I do oh what is her name Jamantha. Jamantha. Oh, Jamantha's a fun name. Not Walter. I hate him. Oh, my gosh. It is going to bug me. I can't find it. Oh, uh, my gosh. How did I not have it written down? Ayer. 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 A-Y-R-E. That's that's her that name. That sounds right. Yeah. But um, she's kind of like, oh, look at all this kind of stuff. But like, to give you a little background about what, what is that, the Rubicon 6 and everything. And how what that whole establishment is about so you're like Walter's like okay you gotta you keep pushing forward and Ayer's like I don't, I don't know about that the, only, the entire time too Ayer's like this guy's lying to you do you realize that he's not doing anything else he didn't get any messages he's kind of like luring you along you're like oh yeah so like Walter is very sus at this point so after making your way through the city you kind of take out these two other guys I can't remember what faction they were associated with um, but as you get more into it then you come upon the, the Balrog of this, where people on the internet have nicknamed this boss Melania, is a and it is very much like Melania from like elder Ring and everything. It's a two parter, um, surprisingly two parts. So there's not a lot of big second like big big second phases in um, armor course Six, but like the first one, I was like, oh, pff, this is easy. Like it was like I lured me into a false sense of confidence, that so I could once again play this game and not get frustrated. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that first phase was like oh this is kind of this is, this is easy then like all of a sudden it's like wait the coral's resurging I was like what do you mean it's resurging what do you mean because there's a special type of robots or mechs in there that is it's a security mechanism to where they're triggered by coral so the coral their, their energy is coral allowed them to defend the coral and it was just um, yeah the second phase just whooped me real good so once again I had to look up a video Found out the right build, then you you kill it. Essentially, it's a good boss fight. is is a tough one. Not, I still think that first ever boss fight, back at the Watchtower, that was still the toughest boss of this entire really? game. No, not really. Actually, now I'll get into more why I think it's the hardest one from my playthrough. But after you beat Mechlinia and everything, then you you're kind of like, okay, let's go ahead and go further into the city. All of a sudden, you're stopped by one of the factions that is kind of like. Yeah, no, we, we, we control you and everything now. I'm not really control you, but like there's a the big. They're, <laughs> I'm the captain now. They're the big, I'm the <laughs> It's what Rusty's faction is. Um, I can't remember what it is. I, I have my, my notes pulled up. I should probably look into it, but I'm not going to. Well, I'm enjoying the conversation. Okay, good. That's, that's what this is about. That's what it's about. But they essentially like double cross you and they capture you and everything. And nothing, I, sh- I should have mentioned that in chapter four, you're Arquebus? given the. Archibus? Archibus. 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 Yeah. And then, like, so along that way, in Chapter 4, and really starting in Chapter 3, we you, know, you get this choice to make different decisions. It impacts your direction of the game. In one of the decisions, you get to choose either to betray Archibus or betray the other one with Gun One Michigan and everything. So you can either wipe out the Archibus group or you can wipe out Gun, um, Gun One Michigan.
1: I feel like we like Rusty, so you, you wipe out the other guy? I wiped out the other guy, yeah, yeah
0: absolutely and that was a tough one because you not only had to wipe out all the remaining people associated with that you also had to deal with him at the same time it's it's a lot going on much like an Armored Core six there's, everything's flying at you and then I would get to the point where I ran out of ammo so you had to be so I'm usually like trigger happy Then you had to be more concise with it so yeah. it's a very tough level um, it's one of those like oh man, F you I'm done I'm done with this level but anywho I, I said that because like now it's only Archibus you have to worry about so chapter five is kind of like a, a big old revenge story where you're trying to take it take down Arcubus and kind of like save the day and everything well you have this mission where you're essentially escaping out of jail your mech is like a doo-doo mech at this point oh. so, so yeah, it's like oh you put all this work into it not anymore it's like have fun escape prison which is like it's fine and everything it's, it's a pretty straightforward mission um, as you're trying to escape, Carla Cinder kind of picks you up and everything. A lot of sexual tension and everything. I feel like they're going to... You know what I mean? I do. I'm talking to a three-year-old. I forgot. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you when you're older. But um, so the whole point now at this is to take down Archibus. But along the way, you kind of get more into the backstory about who Walter Handler is and you find out he's a part of the secret group to where they're trying Illuminati. to just, uh, more, more or less. Hmm. But their group is to... You get more information on what is coral, and it's like this energy source, much like, I imagine, like, I imagine oil and everything, but it's very dangerous for use, and so that's why you get the fires like of... Like Yes. You, you, you don't know. do men. You would know. Only once, yes. <laughs> why, why bring this <laughs> up? That's a season one, Preston. That's was a bit. But um, with that, the, he indicates like we triggered the fires of Ibis and everything, we're the ones that destroyed Ibis, all that kind of stuff, because coral is so dangerous. And meanwhile, in the background, you have Air saying, like, no, don't do not do that. It's bad. You want to save it. So you, Who do we believe? Yeah, exactly. So you get a choice. Either hmm. continue on with the plan to destroy the coral, or you use, believe
1: your imaginary friend.
0: Yeah. Who did um, you believe? I believed Walter Handler in this one. Um, I, th- I thought, like, right choice? My the decision to do that. I hate that you're doing that right now. What the heck? President's doing like he's breaking physics right now.
1: Dun, 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 dun. God, that stressed <laughs> me out. <laughs> Anywho, um,
0: so I I chose to destroy the coral, and Ayer's like, I see what you've done, and I you're I dead to me, <laughs> and after doing it, I was like, maybe that wasn't the right decision. But I was thinking like, you know, for the sake of humanity, we should not have coral. And there's one mission where you're like, there's coral in the air, so it f- like fuels your like your flight and everything, so you could fly. Without it like depleting or anything like that. That's nice. So it was a lot of fun. It's probably one of my favorite missions. But in that same mission, you have to take down Rusty. No. And so it's like, oh, this sucks. This isn't fun. And so you you kill Rusty and like Carlos anders like, okay, let's take out. Let's go to the space station. Ram ram this thing, which is like, I forgot to mention that part. You're you're on this big old ship, which is actually a city that you got off the ground. Now you're running to the space station that is from Archibus that has all this coral developing into it along the way you also kill like the remaining people of Archibus, except yeah, for commit mass homicide exactly mass yeah homicide. It's... it's fine just a tuesday it's just a tuesday but um yeah so as you're running it air air goes we need to sell this one one v one okay cool sell this fighter so oh. hard Really, is so, the is so hard? Like I what, get.
1: What is Air? Is she another? Um, she
0: so she's like the Mechalania. Oh, what is she?
1: You know, like is she another Mech?
0: No, so so in that boss so Mechalania. Yeah, it's like that. But so she's just coral and everything. That's what we discovered. Like this is. So it, she is the coral. She is the coral, but she's a part. Well, no of, wonder that but, she
1: doesn't want you to destroy the. coral. Yeah,
0: no, exactly. exactly. We could we could have changed the world and everything. I was like. No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh,
1: I'm thinking, yeah. Okay.
0: It's like, I want to stop the supply of meth from entering the world. <laughs> and so, essentially, with that, you fight Aerie, and it's a very tough one because she's so fast. Like, I got to the point where I had to bump up my sensitivity to track her. Still wasn't helpful until I looked up the YouTube video, and it turns out, like, you can cheese it. You can cheese it real well. Oh, I love a, some cheese. There's an invisible wall, and she has this thing where she, like, gets behind you, but if you get to the wall, she hits it. And that allows you to, like, hit her real good. Gotta hit her real good. You know, you know, you gotta tell her, you can't let the world blow up like that. It's rude of you to do that. So, you kill her. In my ending, the quarrel explodes. And you're, it's, that whole sequence is known as the fires of Raiden. Yeah, because you caused the whole thing. And so that was my experience with Armored Core 6. That's the end? That was the end. Oh, cool. That was the one ending. Yeah.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. And, like, I looked up the other endings. I'm not going to spoil it for this one because, like, you might want to go back and play I, it. And the, I
1: might. I mean, that, that kind of piques my interest. It like, seems pretty
0: cool. And knowing that there's, like, multiple endings, like, there's multiple decisions and everything. And, like, we you know, we were talking, like, having to make those decisions, not fun. Not fun at all. Because, like, I, I'm like you. I'm like, ooh, I feel like I didn't make a good choice there. Ooh. But, yeah. I think that that's, that's Armor Core 6. That's pretty cool
1: that it's, like, you know, uh airy or whatever mm-hmm. she was she was the coral the yeah. whole time it's
0: like spider-man symbiote mm-hmm. don't destroy us we're good we're good yeah and we're I'm gonna like, change the world and like at first i felt bad once i looked up the other things like maybe i shouldn't have done that because i'm a good person at well, heart. you
1: trusted walter
0: yeah which maybe i should have trusted walter maybe he's a bad guy altogether but i i just felt like this is for the betterment of humanity it's to destroy this like Ah, let's not have this. Let's not have this oil. Let's not have this superpower and everything. Let's just burn it all to the ground. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So,
1: what was your favorite uh, boss fight of the uh, of the
0: game? Wow, it's like, hey, you want to pick getting hit in the face with a baseball bat or getting tased? I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough question to answer. um man that, that is truly would you rather get hit in the nose or the ear i think I i'll give know. it to my my favorite one being the easiest one i'll give it to the ice because it's kind of like the you, you
1: first you, it's once, a, you first tried That's yeah
0: it's a it's a larger scale battle where i was like oh thank god it's like this it wasn't as bad and I, a lot of my boss fights i came down to the wire of like oh i almost died i'm out of med kits and everything like we're good we're good here um but i just remember like the the scale of that battle and then like all your allies kind of get picked off one by one. It's like, okay, there's a lot riding on this boss battle, while the other ones are just kind of like, ah, eh, okay, well, this gotcha. is fine, yeah. But it was, I mean, like, to each their own. Like, I think it kind of depends on like what you're trying to get out of the experience. Like, I wanted like the super cool build and everything like that to fight this boss. It makes it, it makes a huge difference. So, yeah. I think maybe I didn't have the right build for a lot of these bosses to make me be like, oh, this is a very fun one. But I think like this. That one was just like, okay, I knew what I was doing. It was, it was the first time I felt like justified in my decisions. Like, okay, I can do this and everything. Um, so what did you like about the game versus what did you, uh, not so much. I think I liked, I didn't like the story too much. Um, I felt the story was pretty. Very, very shallow. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh, it was very straight to the point. It's like, it's very mission based, which I haven't played a game where it's just like level based in a long time i um, probably going into it. Uh, my favorite thing? Well, I just complained, like, oh, it's mission-based. I'm not too cool about that. I actually like doing the missions. Like, kind of going... Because that's where you feel, like, super powerful. Gives you a chance to try out the different weapons. Did you go back
1: and replay any?
0: Oh, yeah, in the beginning. Because, like, I... That's when you learned you have to buy all these wep- weapons and everything. And I ran out of money very fast. I'm like, oh, I could God, do this all over mm-hmm. again. So, doing the missions and then kind of figuring out what the builds are to kind of make the like that boss fight really easy. And then, like... The satisfaction you get after being a boss—that's probably like one of the like the good hit dopamine you get from playing this game. Right. It's like, I, I did it. I, I can firmly say I beat this boss. Let's move on to the next hard one. And it does get harder and harder to where like it's frustrating. I wouldn't put it like Sekro level hard, but it's like it's do it's doable hard. It's like mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna grind through this. I'm gonna get there eventually. Yeah, for the people that are good at this game, I mean you
1: included, like. Like it, there was too many buttons for me. Yeah, like I I usually, if I can't, usually with these kinds of games, like I just want to hit one button mm-hmm. and dodge and right. block. And there's you have four different there's a weapons lot, to worry about, dodging, boosting. There's a lot of thinking behind there's it. Yeah, it. it's hard it for three year old brain. It is. <laughs> it's about It's about <laughs> how it felt.
0: But now speaking about that, there's so much going on, on the screen. I I'll probably equate it to like a Final Fantasy 16 situation. Because there's a lot, like as you get deeper into that game, you get the icons and different set, um, abilities. You have to be aware, like okay, the refresh is done on this one. So there's a lot moving around, similar to Armored Core Six. Um, but yeah, that's part. That's part for like. Think about it, the gameplay is pretty fun once you get it down. And for me, it was after like being that helicopter. It was like okay, I can do this. I know what I'm doing now. Yeah. Apparently he didn't like my answer. <laughs> but um, before you kind of like got out of, the, like, the, the DNF and everything. What did you like about it?
1: I mean, I think the thing that I liked about it also became the thing I didn't like about it mm. was that, like, you have so many different weapons you can try out, and it's like, oh, I can try this one. Then, you know... But then, as I got more into it, I was like, there's just too many things, and I always felt like I was doing the wrong build. Mm-hmm. And so I was like... And then I really... the. It wasn't the boss fights that turned me off. It was actually the missions. I didn't like the missions. I, I got really burnt out of, all right, we got to go into this place. All right, that was really smooth. Get out of there, t- 621. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. We tripped an alarm. <laughs> we got to get out of there. Like they did that so many times. And I was it, like, oh, my God. It does is- not change. Uh.
0: Until like this one mission where it does change. Mm. It was uh, the stealth mission. I hate We had it. to go kill the um, that one other mech, which was an easy boss fight and everything. But it was a... Uh, yeah, that was so stupid. There's a I'll, background for everybody. There's a stealth mission where you, a hundreds of foot tall mech, have to sneak through a city lined with other guards quietly and not get detected in order to go kill somebody. I don't understand <laughs> the logic behind that. What was that tree falling sound? Go- <laughs> oh, oh, let's no, not worry. That's worried. very stealthy. Let's not worry about it right now. It's like you're right. Look for other big robots coming out of here. Yeah, yeah I didn't.
1: That might have been where I quit. I don't. I don't know. I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. Like, it's like I was destroying everybody, but then it's like, oh, you got spotted.
0: It's like there are occasional like road bumps where it's just like, oh, this isn't like. It takes me out of the game. Like if it's a super hard boss when it's not supposed to be a hard boss, on top of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Dumb mission levels like that. It's like ah, it took me out of it. But you know, would you ever get? Would you ever go back to it? I would, and I
1: will, I think. I think I'll... I tried to go into it blind, and then maybe that's what, like... But I'll probably go back and look up actual builds. I think it helps, yeah. And, like, you know, what's kind of considered the meta, and then kind of what can carry it throughout. Maybe I'll enjoy it more. Yeah. And it wasn't the difficulty that turned me off. It was just, like, it just... Something just didn't, like, kind of click for me. And it really clicked. It just felt like I was forcing myself to play.
0: Yeah. So... You're gonna give it another shot one day. But, I mean, what would you give your rating of this game? As of now, DNF'd it, what would you give your rating? Obscure. Remember, it's gotta be obscure. <laughs> I don't wanna hear a number in that. Hmm. A limp laser sword.
1: A what? <laughs> a limp laser sword. <laughs> That's not gonna be helpful. <laughs> sounds like a laser whip, then. How is that more helpful than a limp laser sword? I don't know. I didn't make the game. Well, my my final thought was that you know I I picked it up because I you know I like FromSoft and it's mm-hmm. by FromSoft, yeah. Just because you like their other stuff does not mean it'll correlate to enjoying right. the, this game. Absolutely. But that's not to say it's a bad game. If you like the mech type games, mm-hmm. then I think you're going to love this. It's yeah. just it was it was kind of a gamble for me. I've never played any Armored Core uh, six in the past, um, but. DNF for now. D&F but for I'll, now. I'll I'll I may pick it up in, in future.
0: My rating is a really cool cover of a boring book.
1: Really cool cover of a boring book, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Let you all That's
1: it's it's a bit brutal, but that's it.
0: It's okay, it's, it, the the book part is the story, but it looks really cool and it plays really cool, but story-wise <laughs> it just that's didn't fair. hit it didn't hit the mark for me.
1: you your story, your story guy. I, I
0: uh, absolutely. That's uh, at this point in my in my day and age, I just like, I want to play games where it's got a good story and everything. That's what keeps me hooked. And keeps me keeps me young.
1: I don't think it keeps me young. I think it keeps me
0: old. Actually. Yeah.
1: Th- for me, if a game has good a good gameplay loop but a mediocre yeah. story, I usually probably play that mm-hmm. more than something that has a good story but a mediocre.
0: Yeah, I I'll probably do the same, but it's just like I'm not into it as much and everything.
1: Nice.
0: I like it. And so, dear listeners, we've come to an end with our time with Armored Core 6. This was a rollercoaster of a game. I've lost years of life. I have anxiety. I have to be medicated. Is this a must -play? Sure, I guess. It's a one -and -done for your boy, though. But unlike Armored Core 6, it isn't a one -and -done for this podcast. Your favorite pieces of trash will be back for more. On the next episode, Preston will be taking the reins again and guiding us through our discussion for Lies of P. If you're like me... It says next... <laughs> Why not? He'll let you read it. Where? <laughs> I don't feel comfortable saying that right now. <laughs> not with our audience. Say it. Say it.
1: Do it. Say it.
0: <laughs> let me start over. Say it. On the next episode, Preston will be taking the reins again and guiding us through our discussion for Lies of P. If you're like me, your nipples must be extremely hard. <laughs> But a little bit of housekeeping. We're killing it, like always. As of now, for social media, we have for Twitter or X, we have 24. Um, but also, just kind of um, It's cam girls for that. So yeah, it's like,
1: three of them are cam girls. The other one, yeah, is
0: absolutely. We have, I don't know what we have on Instagram anymore. I think, but at the time I wrote this, we had 14. Um, current rating on Spotify, though, five stars with 11 reviews. So with that. Yeah, that's like, not bad. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's probably our dedicated fans. Most, and, mostly our family. I'll take that's that. Okay. Hey, I'll take that. We're going to the freaking moon. To the moon. Moon to the moon, like with GameStop. But I'd like to thank our sponsors. Ooh, we didn't get any sponsors for this episode. Um, without you, we wouldn't be here with, or have to quit our jobs to pursue a lucrative career in uh, sh- podcast. Scratch that out. Scratch that out. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. Uh, but like always, if you're a new listener, please follow us on all social media, no matter how crappy it may be. Join in, engage with us on X, like call me a bitch for no reason. That's funny. I'll block you. But that's also funny. But if you got direct feedback for us, please reach out to our email and send us a nice message or a mean message. Hurt our feelings, internet. Not Preston though. He's a tough cookie, though. I am. For a three-year-old. But enough stalling. <laughs> I'll let you go now. But y'all come back now, you hear? Ooh, is that too cringe? No. I feel like we exceeded the cringe level with that one. No, but I
1: see that's your impression of me, though. <laughs> yeah, that was my best impression also, of Preston. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, you're from further south than I am, hopefully. right? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it was enough for them to convince them to come back. All right, I love you. Bye. Bye.